0: It does sound better. I just started recording. So now that we're on, what's Uh, up, everyone? (laughs) Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast. Today, I am joined over the phone by my brother, Colin Tucker. Colin, say hello. Hello. You can say more than that if you want.
1: How's it going?
0: (laughs) Well, it's good now that we've figured out how to record over the internet and with phone calls. It took us that took us about thirty-five minutes to figure out.
1: Yeah, just a but little bit. We we worked it out though.
0: We worked it out. Um, all right, so everyone, this is my brother Colin. I'm the oldest of three brothers. Colin's the middle. Dylan is the youngest. Colin, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you live, your new your fiance's name, when you're getting married, all that, what you do for work, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so I live in York, Nebraska, which is a tiny little town about forty five minutes west of Lincoln. And I tiny work. At, town. Yeah. About ten nine nine thousand. Nine to ten thousand people. Um I work at the college there, a small private Christian school. Um and I am the esports coach. And so I coach Rich. people in competitive video gaming, basically. Uh <laughs> um, what,
0: what what games do you guys play?
1: Yeah, we do League of Legends, Rocket League, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Smash Brothers, and next year we're going to be adding Mario Kart and Chess. All right. Oh, and, we do, and chess. we do FIFA. Yeah, we do FIFA as well. So
0: Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. I'll ask you more questions about the esports in a little bit, but I interrupted you talking about yourself.
1: Oh, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um so yeah, so I've lived here. I went to I went to school at York College starting in twenty eleven, graduated in twenty fifteen. Um I worked for the college uh since I graduated, took a brief eight month or so sabbatical um in twenty twenty and I worked at a bank um here in town just in the IT department and then came back to the college for this job. Um I am happily engaged to my fiance Audrey. Hey. So she, I think she's listened to a few of these episodes, but, uh, you know, she likes, she, she <laughs> listen. I've listened to most of them. And then I tell her about things that, you know, people say about me and then she's like, Oh, I got to listen to that episode. And so just so she can have information <laughs> to rag on me about. So, uh, was
0: it, what was the, didn't dad call you manipulative in one yeah, of the episodes?
1: Yeah. You, you asked dad <laughs> to describe each of us in a few different words and, you know, he, he described you and Dylan as noble, honorable, you know, men of responsibility. Yeah. He's Like, oh, Colin's just manipulative. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was said, it? I think it actually was what, how we were as kids and how, what we did when we rebelled. How we rebelled when we were kids, I think is what it was. Oh,
0: And yeah. so
1: it was like, like you would just be outright, you know, rebellious. I was manipulative. And then Dylan was like, uh, Dylan was like sneaky about it or something. I don't care remember what Dad yeah, said,
0: but or if he got caught, he'd smile and wave and dismiss it. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got away with his little <laughs> blonde hair, you know, super nice big, smile.
0: Yeah, and big belly. Yeah. Dylan, <laughs> I don't know if Dylan even listens to this, but if he does, I just said told everybody he when he was a child had a big belly. <laughs> and it was it was gigantic. <laughs> Man, I have that picture up but, on my wall, my uh, living room. <laughs> uh, so you and Audrey are getting married on July 9th. Correct. Right? July 9th. Yep. And you guys all prepped and ready?
1: We are about as ready as we could be. We've got, like, the venue picked out. We have the reception. We just did a ton of stuff um, this past weekend. We, like, met with – we actually went to the reception hall. We met with everybody ch- – finalize the menu and um like the tablecloths,
0: everything like that What's on the menu what's so, on the menu
1: so it's going to be we're going to have four different types of pizza um so we're going hey, to have man. pepperoni cheese mild sausage italian sausage or, and it, mild sausage spicy italian sausage um uh, i can't remember if there's beef on there but it's either th- four or five um And then we're going to have, like, Italian subs, um, like sub sandwich, little little Italian sub sandwiches. Mm -hmm. We are going to have wings, um, lemon pepper, um, I think ranch, and I want to just say classic barbecue for the wings, for the hot wings. Okay. Then we're going to have, you know, some different types of salads. We're going to have, like, a fresh green salad, some potato salad, some, like, macaroni salad, side stuff like that. Um let's see and then a ice instead of a cake we're not doing neither of us really like like cake that much so we're actually doing an ice cream yeah. sundae bar um yes. so we're doing Amen. like ice cream the tons and tons of different toppings i know for like we haven't decided on the toppings yet cuz we every the venue is makes everything except for um like we bring in the toppings. And so I know hot fudge is a must. That is Audrey's favorite ice cream topping. So we'll do Uh hot fudge for sure. And then probably have like crushed M&Ms and Oreos and um, all sorts of different stuff like that. Caramels,
0: chocolate syrup, strawberry syrup, stuff like that. So that's the way to do food at a wedding. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why people do like the chicken or beef, $65 a plate. Like, me and Chelsea, like, no. We thought about doing a nacho bar. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then we were like, that little, but there's that little Mexican place in town. And it was like, we paid $600 for all of our wedding food. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, we're at $60 a plate for bad chicken or bad beef. No, no, no thanks. (laughs) Pizza, wings, and ice cream is the way to go.
1: Yeah. The only thing we couldn't get Uh, are like, Pretzels and uh, funnel cakes, you know, for the whole and and cotton Um, candy. If we're going for the whole fair, fair esteem aesthetic, you know, but
0: I I bet we have a cotton candy maker somewhere at the church we could borrow. (laughs) I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. The youth team has one of those.
1: (laughs) I think we're kind of pushing it actually with what we got so far. So, but,
0: well, Hey, (laughs) if you guys, if you guys decide, Hey, we need a, we need some cotton candy. Let me know. And I'll go check. Um, now, so you've been in York, what's that 11 years now? 10 years, 11 years,
1: uh, 11 years. Yep.
0: 11 years. Just turned 29 a couple weeks ago, a week Mm -hmm. ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, any, any plans to move back to Colorado? Uh,
1: once it gets cheaper, maybe, (laughs) um, yeah. Tell
0: everybody what you paid for your house.
1: Uh, the, the cost of the house was $65,000, you know, I had down payment and everything like that. But yeah, that was, um, it was listed higher. I talked down.
0: 65 grand. You couldn't even put 65 grand down and call it 20% here. Like we, maybe we should all move to York, Nebraska. Cause Hey,
1: <laughs> you know, it's a nice little place, you know, not much happening, but I like it. And so,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I want to come back to the esports thing because I know a lot of our listeners do play video games. Um, but because we have dad on this all the time and of the listeners that we do have, they all look up to him, admire him and they're like, Oh, he's so great. I think we should take some time to talk about what he's really like <clears throat> and tell some dadisms, some dad stories. Um, uh, and because I know that he's going to be, he's going to listen and it would be funny for him to listen. If we told some dad stories um so do you have off the top of your head i know i didn't ask you this beforehand Mm -hmm. off the top of your head do you have any funny dad stories or dad isms that he used to say all the time like do you remember like there was one that dylan told recently where if we were watching tv every time the commercial would come on he'd (laughs) pick up the remote he'd click mute and go
1: "Ah." yeah just, uh, every, were, every time. Yep. <laughs> Without a doubt. Every single time he would do that. And, uh, he would, well, he started to do his steps. I know that's like, that's not what we said when we were growing up. Oh, but yeah. now he does his steps all the time where it's a commercial. He'll get up and he'll, he'll walk around get his steps in. And, uh, because
0: of his, what are those things called Fitbit? Yeah. Yep. yeah he's got to get his 10 to 15,000 steps a day by walking around the house.
1: Yep, so he'd get up during commercials and go do that. Um, and he also, uh, n- now he loves, dad always likes finding out things about TV shows and movies. So he's watching the uh, movie. He's also constantly looking up on IMDb on his phone. And then during commercials, he tells you know, you know, they were also in this. <laughs> and, you know, they were also in, in this. And so, which is cool, you know, it's like a little trivia stuff all the time. But I
0: was like, yeah, Dad, you should go to what's that? Go to trivia on Thursday night. Dylan will <laughs> take you. Yeah. Um, I just so this'll he's gonna hate this, but so you know those sandals he wears? Yeah. Um they they have like the netting or whatever. His Keens. And his Keens, yeah. Dad, sorry we're making fun of you, but this is what you get for having three boys. Um You know how his pinky toe almost it looks like it's trying to burst out of <laughs> The shoe? Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? So, me and Dylan collect pictures of that pinky toe almost bursting out of the sandal. Like, at random times, I'll get a picture from Dylan, and it'll just be dad's pinky toe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like almost popping out. And we were, for Father's Day last year, we were going to make a mural of his little pink, <laughs> pinky toe trying to escape those Keen's <laughs> shoes. And... We just never pulled the trigger and now that I've talked about it I guess we can't get it for him. Maybe we'll do it for his birthday anyway. Yeah, you can do but, it uh, anyway. That's um, hilarious. <laughs> where's those keys everywhere? Yeah. Um You know, cuz dad's dad's great, but all right, what else? Um I was actually telling a story. Someone is. I
1: was like me and Audrey were playing games with some people this past weekend and they were asking like if if uh we were ever allowed to stay up as kids. And, uh, uh-huh. and I remember mom allowed us to stay up like once per summer or maybe twice per summer. We could stay up all night as long as we wanted. But the funny uh-huh. thing was, is that one time that we were playing Roller Coaster tycoon, dad stayed up with us and played more of that <laughs> game than we did. And, to, and mom like got up in the morning, you know, it's seven, six or 7am. She got up and dad is yeah. playing the game. <laughs> he, he still has work. It's not like it's a weekend. It's like a weekday. <laughs> dad still has work and everything. But he enjoyed that game and you know, it's like we we're drowning people destroying roller coasters on purpose and stuff, and dad just having the time of his life.
0: Seeing how far you could launch them. Yeah. I forgot about that game. I liked the version of the game that didn't have the money. It was on loopy landscapes, and you weren't you didn't have to have a budget or cash flow or anything. Yeah. You could just make whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. That, I forgot that he stayed up doing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh... But, well, maybe that maybe that's enough roasting of dad for now. We'll get him again later. Um, <laughs> unless you've got one more thing. I'm trying to think Dylan had had brought up a bunch of these and he has so many of them like written down. Um I mean, are, he
1: he has like the classic thing of like, you know, dad's just getting mad at like the electricity bill, you know, and, like <laughs>
0: Excel Energy. Yeah. Yeah
1: and upset about the cable well, or the internet and stuff and how like you know we're, the, we're at the end of the line and so no matter what our internet always going to be slow because uh-huh. we're at the end of the line <laughs> <laughs> every single time the internet's not working he's like well you know we're at the end of the line so everybody else has to get it first
0: uh, his new thing he hasn't been doing it as much but when we first had noah when we would go over to their house, he would come outside and he would like pull her out, go inside. And me and Chelsea would just be sitting there like, Hey, <laughs> we're here too. Um, but that's, that's his that's like his new thing. And, um, well, he gets yeah, to be a grandpa. Good old dad He does get to be a grandpa. Um, but we've spoken so highly of dad on this podcast. It felt good to, to talk about his little toe and and uh his we're at the end of the line <laughs> yeah. um okay so i want to i want to talk about that the you're an esports coach mm-hmm. and video games in general okay yep. um because you're gonna have a way better perspective on this than i do i don't really play video games because i'm terrible what was that train game we were playing the other day or when you were visiting
1: uh conduct together
0: okay conduct together if you do play video games and that's on the switch yeah that was a fun game i was really bad at it i'm just bad at video games um so i don't play them or maybe i'm bad cuz i don't play them either way i just don't play them um and i know a lot of guys who have ruined a lot of their life because they can't stop playing video games um but you but you work with kids who are like really, really good. You play video games, but you haven't forfeited any of your responsibilities. Like you're a homeowner, you have a job, you're not living in mom and dad's basement. Um, so I don't really know if I have a question or not, but I guess my first one would be like, you play the video games. How do you, keep, how do people like keep from letting these, letting video games dominate their life?
1: um it's actually it's well it's really really hard which is i think why a lot of people do get sucked in or they don't let themselves get sucked in and that's i mean i have that problem with with uh my players now is it's a conversation i have pretty Uh. regularly is just um how all consuming video games can be and they're designed that way like they're they're intentionally designed especially like mobile games or like um handheld games or things like that. They're designed to give you a sense of achievement very quickly, very early. Yeah. So you start a new game of like a world of Warcraft or something, you'll, you'll be getting achievements about every 20 to 30 seconds. And so you're leveling up, you're getting new spells, yeah. new items, things like that. And then it slowly spans it out. It's like very, very slowly. And so then after about an uh-huh. hour of playing, you're getting an achievement or level every five minutes. So it's still enough. But basically, you know the the advancement, the characterization, stuff like that. It's it just is hitting dopamine receptors in people's brains that it feels good to get those achievements, and you don't necessarily realize the time that's passing in order to get more
0: and more of those achievements. And so, um, yeah. And so it it that's how I felt when I was. Go ahead. I was to say that's how I felt when I was playing Crash Royale. Yeah, there was a summer when. Uh, At work, everybody was playing Crash or Clash Royale, and I spent some money on it. I'll admit it; (laughs) I got sucked in. I wanted, and I was like, I eventually just had to delete it. But it was, it was, it was that you get a lot of new things really quickly in that game, and then before you know it, you're spending money so you can upload upload your characters instead of waiting Mm twenty four hours or.
1: Yeah, 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 and so like they're they're designed to just get you sucked in to keep you addicted, and then eventually get money out of you. Um, and that's not like every video game, and that's not necessarily like basically what what it is. It's it's just capitalism at its finest, you know, just making sure just getting customers, getting them sucked in. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean that, they do a good job at about it, but like, um, and so but basically, yeah, I have a lot of I've ha- I had a player who who is extremely, extremely good at, um, at a game. He came in a new student, a freshman, 18 years old, came in last fall. Um, and then after about a month of him being in school, you know, I'm just doing my daily, you know, um, check in on grades and stuff. And I look at his, his attendance is terrible. His grades are terrible and stuff. And then I check his profiles online. I'm like, Oh yeah, you've been like you, you played, uh, you got 170 hours in this game in the past two weeks. Um, and so I was like, yeah. And so I was like, well, no wonder you haven't had time for class. You've been busy, you know? And so we had a conversation and stuff and, (laughs) and the thing is, is he's very, very good. And, but he has no motivation. He has no idea what he wants to do. What he wants to do is just play, play rocket league. And that's what he wants to do. And, and, uh, And he and he made the choice. I mean, he wasn't going to be able to come back anyway. But he made the choice to not return to college this semester. And I, I still talk to him about once a week or so. I just check in on him and stuff. And he actually, you know, he still helps us with with uh, some different stuff sometimes because he enjoys the school and he enjoys yeah. the team. But he realized like his motivation wasn't there, and he doesn't have any. And also, like the way his parents are, yeah, uh, or his family life is, he doesn't have to have any responsibilities. He can live at home. Consequence free. He can have it. He can not even. He can live at home without a oh. job, without paying rent, consequence free. And so, like, say what you will about that, about parenting and stuff. And I think eventually, like, he'll realize that he has to have something. But he also is not motivated to do anything. There's no. He does not. He he's like, well, there's no point in me getting a degree because I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to know what I want to major in. I don't want to. He doesn't want to make money. He doesn't want to be successful. He doesn't want to start a family. He doesn't want to do. There's nothing for. There's no. There's no life for him. Um, besides video games yeah and that's where like yeah and 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 that's that's, and
0: yeah that's what i mean it's like i feel like i see a lot of that more often than i see anything else yeah um when it comes to video games yeah and so so, i i I like i'm like i don't even know what to make of because that's that, that that can't be the majority right
1: um of like my players or just
0: in general just in general
1: Yeah, um, I think I think actually it's becoming more the majority simply because more and more people can do that, or at least it's more apparent that people can play video games um, consequence free. So the fact that I have a job where I just the majority of my job is recruiting and coaching students to play video games. Yeah, Um, like that's. I mean, that the fact that I have that job, which means there's potential for students to get scholarships, to go to college, things like that. Uh, yeah. But also with uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, things like that, people can play video games. They can stream. They can do instructional videos with video games. They can do a lot of things where, where video games are a central part of it. And, I mean, it doesn't mean there's not a lot of work there, and it's not as easy as people right. think. But
0: it becomes more and more income. apparent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can make a supplemental income. I know... I know a guy, he works during the day, he streams three nights a week, you know, and he's, he's making money with it. He's making, like, he's getting followers, he's getting viewers, he's getting stuff like that. And, and so, and he's basically more, the more and more, you know, I guess, I guess the easier life gets in a first world country, more and more people can spend their time, spend more of their time entertaining other people. Yeah. And and in doing so also entertaining themselves like yeah i don't know if you ever have like um it's on i camera is it reels on instagram or is that facebook i
0: think that's like instagram. the short videos yeah yeah, yeah. instagram yeah,
1: yeah and like youtube shorts and tiktok just the whole tiktok platform basically you can um you have those people who just react to things they literally will just watch a video And all they'll do is they'll smile or laugh or whatever, and that's all they do. They can just react to something, and that Uh, is content somehow. (laughs) Like (laughs) They'll watch whatever video, and they'll Uh, just be there smiling, laughing, not even saying anything, and it's just a 10-second video, and then that's it. But they have, like, millions of followers because people, for some reason, like watching this person laugh at whatever. And so (laughs) – What uh, a world
0: we live in, huh?
1: Yeah. And so like, I think, I think that because of those opportunities for people to, you know, create that content, make a joke, make some sort of video, and it's becoming easier and easier. I think that allows people to aspire to things that, um, I wouldn't necessarily say aren't as productive, but they're Mm -hmm. not productive in the traditional sense. Sure. Um, they don't and, contribute
0: to like in the same way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's like a lot of debate on how much they actually are contributing. And, um, yeah. and, and, and like, even with my job, I still, you know, I saw questions sometimes like, well, how am I contributing? I have to always make sure like, what am I doing to actually contribute to society at large or, you know, other things like this. And so, yeah, um, and I just have to remind myself like, okay, well, You know, it's not just coaching video games. It's giving students opportunity to go to college, a Christian college. And I have to make sure I'm being a parent and and aware of the opportunities to talk to these students about their lives, about their classes, about their futures um, and engage on them on a personal level. And I mean, for me, I find that a really pretty easy thing to do through video games Um, just because you can spend like there's so many different games out there and that, like, and one of the things that I focus on on my team is the majority of the games that we play are team-based games. Uh-huh. So like we have, a, we have a couple individual games, Hearthstone and FIFA and chess, but everything else is team-based. So strategy, communication, um, developing very, very specific skills in those games, things like that. Those are all um, necessary. And so most of the time is just, getting to trust your teammate um, and communication and st- strategic thinking, things like that, that exist in every other sport. Um, and that's one of the things that I like to focus on is just making sure that students are, they are realizing how important it is that one communication is, but also that like trust is like when, a, when your teammate makes right. a call, you can't, you don't have all the information. There's no way that you can have all the information all the time they may be more uh, experienced or in that moment they have more, they have a gut feeling or something like that. They have an instinctual feeling. You just have to follow it. Yeah. And having that trust is extremely, extremely important. Um, and so, and, and that exists in every single job, you know, if, if a company right. or a business or a family even is making a decision and somebody says, Hey, I think this is what we should do. You know, it may sound crazy or it doesn't make sense or you don't understand it all the way. But the important part is like, okay, well, whatever we do, we got to do it together. And so if someone's if someone's running in, you know, and you're like, well, I don't know. But I know if they run in, they run in alone. So either we we pull them out or we go in with them. You know, it's it's almost always better to just go in. And so,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so going back to like you as a coach and this is, this is like kind of where I, I get a little stuck, I guess it like if you're really good at video games and you can use that to like help pay your way through college, that's really good. Cause <laughs> with someone with a lot of student debt that we're trying to pay off, if you don't have to have that, you're way better off already. Um, You know, same thing with like, if you're really good at football or basketball, or softball, you know, whatever you can do and, and, pave your way through college that's great um but like when you're your body can only handle so much of football or basketball or softball you know um you can play video games indefinitely i would assume and so with the addictive nature of them it's like there's not that stopping point where like oh i can't do this anymore i have to move on um and so i'm like man if you're using it to pay for college that's good Ah, oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, because I, I don't... I Do you remember... I mean, I, I don't... Because I I never want to sound hypocritical or judgmental. I better confess right now that I was addicted to a video game. Well, two, when I was younger. Um, one was pretty cool. It was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That was a cool one. Played it all the time. Didn't let Colin or Dylan play. Um, <laughs> And then also... A game that's not cool that my brother-in-law actually still plays and he's maxed out on everything on it and that was a game called runescape um do you remember i you i don't know if you remember this but like in i think it was middle school i used to sneak out of bed at night to play runescape all night long and i'd like sneak into bed at like 5 a.m dad caught me one time and he was so tired he was just like we'll deal with this in the morning yeah, <laughs> you know. So I was like, okay, I've I've been there as a I was in middle school, um, and I don't know. It's just so, with so many people being like stuck to digital through video games, phone games, or, and whatnot. I don't know. It, it kind of concerns me a little bit, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. sure it's a good way to live.
1: I mean, it's it's like. I think I think the biggest part of it is, is that, like I, I I always try and talk to my players and say like there's just it's it's just a game, yeah. Like it may it, it may be very very important. It may feel like it's it's like the the world when we're losing and like we we really have to pull out a win or something like that, but it's just a game. It's just a yeah. game, and there's still life outside of it, and so. Um, one of the things that like I try and do is, um, like, well, we we always try and do things as a team that are different, and so yeah. that are, that are just aren't video games, or we try and switch up the game itself, and so because it can get mundane or something like that, and so, like, we we volunteer once a month to help with the food drive, and so we go to a food drive, we go, it's an, it's an in-person thing, but we just all we do is we just load food into people's vehicles as they drive through. That's it. Yeah, we don't do anything else. But, like, I always try and rem- remind students, like, this, the point of, like, this is to get, help you get through college. The point of video games are to relax, but also to build relationships and bonds with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, like, life doesn't stop just because you're playing a video game. Like, right. Like, there's still things, like, there's still homework to be done. There's still work to be done. And there's a lot of times that's like, I have really, really wanted to play video games. Like I get home from work, I'm tired. That's what I want to do. But I need to mow my lawn or I need to clean or I need to wash my clothes or like life just keeps going. And I think what the important part is, is that as people get older, Uh responsibilities are adopted. And Mm -hmm. people just pick up responsibilities and in some things response, sometimes responsibilities are put on you. But I think when you choose to take on a responsibility Mm -hmm. and I think that's a very, very important task that people have. And so, um, like everybody has bills and I think sometimes like, and that's, that's why for example, over that student I was talking about, as it was so hard to convince him to change his behaviors because there was no consequences at all. Yeah, yeah. And there was, it didn't matter. Like, and, and so in, I couldn't actually tell him, I was like, well, someday you're gonna have to pay bills. And it's like, well, it actually doesn't look like you ever will have to pay bills. So it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, um, and but I think that's in the minority. I think a lot of times people will get upset with, um, someone not working or something like that and so um, I think I think a lot of times I just I, I guess I just always hope that the addiction doesn't get doesn't well one people don't become addicted to video games but also two people realize how limited video games are Yeah. Um, and so like uh, some of my friends and I we play video games once a week um, right now we haven't been able to because we're in the middle of a um, pretty busy season for me and so our normal night just doesn't work but uh, last week. Yeah. Last week we were to play games together and stuff. And one of my buddies was just talking. He's like, he's like, yeah, I haven't been feeling video games, you know, recently. Uh-huh. And he's just been doing other stuff. And so, yeah. but he, you know, him and he got married last year, him and his wife bought a house and they got, like, they just have other stuff that they're doing. And he's just realizing like, like he loves video games. Like that's one of the things he does all the time. And like, we do it together a lot, mm-hmm. but he just realized he's like, you know, life is bigger than this. Yeah. And, that's awesome. um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, that's how we live across the country and um, that's how we get together every week. And that's, that's what we do. We just play games together and we right. talk, we share our lives, we tell jokes, we watch YouTube videos together, you know, we yeah. do all this stuff just because the technology allows us to. Yeah. And, um, but we have like a sense of, I don't know, community that exists because of video games. Cause we started playing right. video games in college together. That's how we became friends right? and that's how we have been able to maintain our relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. And again, I like, yeah, that's all good stuff. I don't, I don't want to sound super judgmental because I got my screen time, screen time notification on Sunday. Like I get every week and uh, my screen time, my average, my daily average was like five and a half hours. And it wasn't because I was using it for a hunt, all productive stuff. There was a lot of productive stuff in there, but, there was also a lot of uh, Twitter and Instagram that were mixed <laughs> into that. And I was like, I got a, I got a pro five and a half hours per day. That's too much. Like, yeah. So I, I, I didn't look at my phone for like seven hours on Sunday as to pay penance or something. Uh, <laughs> but, um, well, okay. So a couple of, I'd like to ask just a couple questions about you. Um, and you can share whatever you're willing to share. Um, if I were to ask you like right now like what kind of man do you want to be would you be able to give an answer have you thought about it um, if you haven't that's okay or if you, even if you could say it in one word
1: Um, I don't know I think I'd say like Just honest. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's like not that I'm like a habitual liar or something, but it's like yeah. sometimes I feel like, you know, I I find myself or I see other people or other men, um, sometimes lying to themselves or not even lying. They're just kind of like they're trying to explain their behavior in a way that it's like I think you're missing the point. And I find that I do that to myself all the time. Of like, yeah, like. Just because I don't like, I don't want to do something, or I don't feel it needs to be done, or I disagree with something, yeah. doesn't stop the fact that I have to be honest with myself and say, I've chosen this, I've chosen my job, I've chosen where I live, I've chosen the relationships I've been, I'm in, and I need to be honest with myself. I need to be honest with other people with
0: yeah.
1: uh, how I'm feeling, what I think, things like that. And I think too often we get into we get into ruts where we're not a 100% honest or we're scared to be honest. Yeah. But like the more and more I think about it is like if you're actually being honest and you're telling the truth whether to yourself or to other people, you will be free. It yeah. doesn't mean it's going to be painless. Right. It just means you're going to be free.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's so good. Um I think a lot of times like in my life I'm not lying, but I, I'm definitely not telling myself the truth. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how else to say it other than like, I'm not lying, but I'm not telling the truth either. Uh, Like (laughs) with different, different things. Um, No, that's, that's a good answer. Uh, We talked a little bit about that on the, on my last podcast. Um, Like one of the ways to be steadfast is to tell the truth. Um, That was like something that was, I was not good at when I was younger. Um, Hopefully you don't remember too many of those, but,
1: well, I think, I think everybody struggles with, with lying or honesty in yeah. some way. And like, and it, it's like even small things like, like I've been having some like back problems since um, like early December, like, and I couldn't figure out what it was and everything, but I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. It's it'll go away. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's a lie. It wasn't going away. It yeah. was just getting worse and worse. Yeah. And eventually went to the doctor, and I got like I went to I got physical therapy and stuff, and now it still hurts, but I have ways to actually fix it. Yeah. But all it took was for me to be honest and be like, you know, I can't sleep because I'm in so much pain. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's what it took for me to just be honest with myself and just say, like, I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't think I had enough. I had enough time in the day. I I didn't agree with how much it was going to cost. <laughs> but it's like, you know, like all these. All these dumb things that were the true reason as to why it's not like I wasn't in pain or I couldn't handle the pain. Yeah, I just didn't want to admit to myself that, like, like oh, I was like, I can just push through. I can stretch. I can work out. I can do. I can fix this on my own. No, that was a lie that I was telling myself because I just didn't want something else to happen or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say the the cost the cost. You like I don't agree with the cost. That was so college i did three years dropped out been t- taking 10 years to try to finish the last year right and i'm getting it done but i would always get myself really worked up about how much it costs for college because there is just so much money even though it's online it's not as expensive as some places but um i it was only recently that i was like that was what i used to justify the fact that I had not been able to finish college and that I always had this thing in me that was like, I don't need college. I'll show you. And to go back Mm -hmm. to college to finish was, it took so much humility for me that it, it actually hurt. And I was like, well, you know what? I'll just be angry at how, how expensive it is, which is true. I don't like how expensive it is, but that was like what I did to shield myself from having to admit like, I'm having to humble myself right now and admit I actually need to finish college. Uh, that was, mm-hmm. so that was an area where I was like, I wasn't lying, but I definitely wasn't, definitely wasn't telling the truth, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. All right. So you're about to be a husband here in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going from single to husband. Well, I guess you guys have been dating, but, um, how are you trying to like, how are you trying to grow and get ready for that season? What do you, what do you, what changes are you making? Are you making changes?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, there's like, I think, and I think this, I mean, this may be why I've been thinking so much about honesty and stuff is just like some things that you don't even think about, you would need to tell a significant other. Like, oh yeah. not like, like, it's just like small things of like, um, like, uh, what was something I said to like um, I said something to Audrey the other day and I was like, and she was like, Oh, like, that's kind of like a big deal. And I was like, Oh, that's like not that big of a deal, but I guess it is, you know, like I didn't think about it though. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, but it's something like, it wasn't even like a big thing. It's just like a preference of mine of like, this is what I'd like to happen. And she's like, Oh, this is a big deal, but it's only because it, the opposite was a big deal, right? For her. Yeah. And it, but it wasn't like we were lying to each other. We just hadn't been like we just couldn't talk about everything unless it came up. Right. Actually, we couldn't go like there's no checklist to go through. <laughs> and so, like, and so one of the things that we've been doing is like, so, you know, and people people laugh at me, but I don't really like texting um or calling or anything i just don't really like messaging in general i like talk to somebody yeah. but it's like i hate texting and stuff and so when audrey and i were dating for i mean up until like maybe just a few months ago like we just got engaged in january up until maybe like november december we were only texting once a day and wow. we would see each other yeah and, and not even like we like I would send, she would send a message, and then I at ten o'clock every night I had a routine. I would respond to her message, and then sometime <laughs> in the next twenty four hours she would respond to my message, and that's what Is we she would not do. like texting either. And no, no,
0: you <laughs> and, two are uh,
1: she doesn't like talking. On you the two
0: phone. are the exact same person.
1: <laughs> um. And so it's like, that's just what we did. And so we just like, but also we haven't, we live in, we live an hour and a half uh-huh. apart. And so we see each other once a week. All will we'll take turns typically. Like I'll drive there Sunday. we go to like church yeah. together, we hang out in the afternoon, sometimes go to evening church, sometimes not, but then like, you know, I'll leave and, or she'll come, she'll come here on a Saturday if we're going to go do something specific or I'll go there on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, But that's just how it was until we started like realizing, okay, we actually want, we want more out of this. And we started to realize like every day that we were hanging out on the weekends, we were having intense, like mind blowing (laughs) conversations about each other's (laughs) lives. And we were getting exhausted because we were like, well, you know, we don't really like texting. We don't really like talking on the phone. We don't, these are things that we just don't like doing. And so like, you know, we get to hang out once a day and then we have like something like some, some topic comes up in church and we're like, we talk about that, we like struggle with each other and our feelings and emotions and we're like, okay, this is exhausting. We actually are, we're not getting to know each other as like, like the parts that we love about each other. We're not experiencing those as much. And, and so like what we started to do is like, we now talk on the phone every single day. Um for like an hour hour and a half or just as much yeah. as possible or if it's like you know i know she has a break in the day i have a break in the day we're going to talk for 10 minutes yeah it be about nothing but what we're done is we've we've just tried to increase the amount of time that we're talking to each other because we we need to get to know each other all the small things all the tiny little things about either work or like you know the weather is, is annoying yeah, or it's yeah. good or it's it's whatever. Just all those small little things, what we're having for lunch. Because because like if if our time is just spent with these big, heavy, heart filled conversations, those are good, good things, but that's not everything about our relationship. It's all the small
0: things. And it's too. most it's mostly small and things. So we Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so when we talk about like, you know, if we if we would have if while we were dating, if we lived in the same city, we would have had more time to have these small things, um, but we just haven't. And so, but we've had to make time for those. And so we, and we also started getting a, um, we got a mm-hmm. devotional book, um, a few weeks ago, and and we've been doing that every day, whether we see each other in person on a day or over the phone. We just do it every day and it's, and it has questions in there. So we read a little, you know, a little passage, read a scripture, then read a, a short little yeah. story or whatever from the person who wrote the book. And then we have yeah. discussion questions and, and th- th- having those discussion questions that end mm-hmm. in prayer I th- has really helped us guide our conversations very specifically. Yeah. And so we've talked about a lot of different things about like, okay, what are examples of marriage that we have in each of our lives or what are times of the year that we have to work to protect yeah. of the other person? And so she's an auditor, January, February, March, incredibly, incredibly yep. busy time. Um, so what do I have to do in order to yeah. protect her and make sure that she doesn't get overworked, overwhelmed. She's taking care of her. Her health is good. Her mental status yeah. is good. Things like that. It's and so, so good. like, but just,
0: yeah. So hey, learning that stuff ahead of time is the way to go. I mean you get to learn it when you get married. I feel like I've learned something new every day about how much I suck. I <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but every married man who's listening this will be, yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you this? Okay, so I asked dad one time. Um I I was with dad and Chris Wright. Do you know Chris Wright? You've met him, right? Yeah. So we went yeah. sh- shooting one time. Uh, yeah. And I was like, "All right, guys, we're driving back. Give me like your best piece of marriage advice. And I don't remember if it was Chris or dad, but they thought about it for a minute and they looked at me and they said, just wake up and say, you're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just apologize right away. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Um, and they, then they never gave me I don't think they actually gave me any marriage advice at that point but um but <laughs> i will say piece of marriage advice uh when it's time to put your baby down if you have a baby if you want to have babies make sure you're available and the reason i'm saying that is because it's six forty-nine, and noah's going down in about 11 minutes and i need to be there uh, so Yeah. Oh, that's so. I'd love to keep talking. We'll have to do this again um, because I have more questions for you. But I feel like you dropped a lot of little nuggets for people, especially the anyone who's dating or engaged and getting ready. And I appreciate it. And then the video game stuff was like really, really helpful. Um, I still don't know how I feel about it, but I feel like you did a great job of holding, like defending it, and also being like, "Be careful." Uh, I appreciate that.
1: These are conversations I have with parents all the time. When I call their, when I call their, their house and I say, Hey, your kid's good enough to go to college and I can pay him for it. And they're like, this doesn't seem right. I've told him the exact opposite his entire life. Like, look,
0: He's going to, he's going to play whether you want to or not, you might as well have him get paid for it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Colin, thanks yeah. for coming on. Hope you have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. All
1: right. You too, man.